Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by 3M, PPG, and Breakthrough Academy. Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors and your host here of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. Have you ever been in a spot in your business where maybe you didn't feel fulfilled? Maybe you weren't really loving what you were doing. You didn't feel like you were using your God-given abilities um, or maybe just kind of a season of burnout. Um, In today's episode, we want to do a two-part series. We've got a good friend of mine, Crystal Scott, here with us today. And we're going to talk through how you can identify what fulfills you what you're good at in your business, what you enjoy, and build your business around that. That's one kind of our core advising philosophies with our clients is we want them to build their business around what they love doing and what they're good at. And so I think a lot of times business owners, we get caught up in the day-to-day and all of a sudden we realize like we're not doing the things that we enjoy doing or we're not doing the things that we are good at or we're gifted at, right? Uh, And so we want to talk through here in this first part a little bit about like how do you identify these things? How do you come up uh, to figure out like what you need to do in order to be satisfied and fulfilled in your business? And then in part two next week, we're going to talk through a little bit more on like how do you actually implement that? How do you think through that? How do you put a plan together Um, to put yourself in a position to do what you enjoy and what you're good at. And so uh, some of you guys may know Crystal. Crystal handles all of our bookkeeping and payroll for our clients uh, and has been on our show a handful of times here. Uh, She's a great friend of of mine and my wife, and uh, we really enjoy having her in our business. And so I hope this topic helps you guys. I wanted to talk about taxes and finances. She wouldn't let me uh, because she's actually very passionate about this too, and this all kind of came together pretty well. So I hope it helps. Thanks for plugging in. This is the Elite Business Advice Podcast. Crystal, welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So this is your fifth episode with us. Yes. So as of this episode right now, you are tied for the lead. And unfortunately, next week's is going to put you in the lead. So I'll have Sam on the week after and we'll (laughs) even this back out a little bit. Um, Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. If somebody hasn't plugged into one of our previous amazing episodes that we did um, or hasn't had any interactions with you before, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. All right. My name is Crystal Scott. I'm owner and founder of Diamond Accounting Solutions. So I do bookkeeping and payroll for a lot of um, mutual clients as Chris. Um, I am a wife and a mother of a 15-month-old now. Um, so My I, future daughter-in-law. Yes, Chris's future daughter-in-law. Um, so yeah, life's a little crazy, but going well. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Um, you've been a huge asset to our clients. I have to say this. Um, and as much as it pains me to give you a compliment, (laughs) um, you really have been, I really enjoyed the partnership. I think it's, has it been almost like two years now since we've kind of really started working together on some stuff? Um, you've been a huge blessing to a lot of our clients and I, I always love having somebody in our corner that I can rely on for tax help and bookkeeping and just, solving problems for people. Um, mm-hmm. cause for most business owners are really good at what they do. Right. This stuff is a foreign <laughs> language to them. Even I'm like 70% of the way there. I understand <laughs> it, but there's some things where I'm like, Crystal, this is your pay grade, like just solve problems for us. So, 
Um, so I appreciate that. And that will probably be the last compliment you get in this series. Um, as long as it's recorded, that's all that matters. Well, it might be, we don't know. That's the cool part. Um, so for those of you guys that haven't tuned in before, um, Crystal is basically kind of like a sister almost. We fight like brother and sister. We are kind of the same person. We, we are the same person. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so my, my wife loves loves when we argue on the phone. She can always tell like, oh, you're talking to Crystal. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, you're being very rude. So um, so let's start out with a great question. So this is going to be a lot of fun. We don't know okay. what's going to come out of this episode. Um, how can you tell when you aren't fulfilled or happy in the role that you're in in your business? That's a good question. So for me, I look at it as what days am I excited to wake up and get out of bed? What am I doing on those days that I'm feeling ready to go? So for instance, this morning, I was excited to get up and be able to come to a podcast, record a podcast, because that's something I'm super passionate about. It, it fills my cup. I love helping other people. And then there's days that I might be just doing data entry and the day-to-day -day stuff, and I'm not as excited. And so I think it's obviously different for every person, but the way I would look at it is what gets you out of bed in the mornings? That's good. As a business owner, we don't have to work. We make our own schedules, right. but... But the business still has to function. <laughs> yeah. The, right? Well, someone has to still be there making the money. Yeah. Um, and so what what makes you excited to go to work, I think is the very important thing to think about each I think, day. I think that's just a really good, like easy litmus test to figure that out, right? Um, because don't get me wrong, like there's gonna be days you just don't feel like going to work no matter what it is you're going to do. And I'm honored that you were excited to come do this even though you had to spend a few hours with me. So that's really <laughs> saying something about how much you love doing this stuff. Um, but I think, you know, when you look at that, like again, there's gonna be seasons where, you know, maybe you aren't feeling good. Maybe you'd rather be at home with your family, like even mm -hmm. going to do stuff you really want to do. But I think for the most part, just as kind of a good baseline test, that's a great way to look at that. Like, are you excited about that? There's days I look at my calendar and I'm like, man, I'm really pumped for today. Yeah. And then there's days where I'm like, huh, it's going to be a good day. But like, I just, I don't feel that as much fulfillment with certain things as others, right? Mm -hmm. I'm Prithvi Rakhiani, and we've got recruiting best practices, pain and training resources, and a bear pro sweepstakes coming your way in this PCA Minute. It's recruiting season. If you're wondering where all the good candidates are, we got you covered. There's an entire section on PCA Overdrive dedicated to hiring, recruiting, and retention. Curated from your favorite podcasts, expo sessions, and virtual events, you learn to hire and keep rock stars in your company. Just look for the hiring, recruiting, and retention lane on PCA Overdrive. Get your crew field ready faster with PCA's Painter Training. PCA Overdrive provides free access to Painter Training videos in English and Spanish. Our training portal offers a more in-depth learning experience through a guided pathway. Each module has an assessment and certificates are awarded at the completion of each level. To learn more, go to pcapaintad.org slash training. Finally, enter for a chance to win the Bear Pro Painter Sweepstakes. Price includes $5,000 worth of Bear, Kills, Graco, and 3M products. Visit pca.so slash Bear Pro Sweepstakes to enter now. I think it's also important to look at the end of the day as well, because a lot of times if my calendar is full with back-to-back -back meetings or like yeah. networking things, I do kind of dread some of that because I'm an introvert. 
But at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I feel great. I feel motivated. And it's because I really enjoy connecting with people. Right. Um, and so sometimes it might not, maybe it's not in the morning. Maybe it's, how do you feel at the end of the day? Like, do you feel fulfilled or do you feel drained? Yep. I think, you know, one way that I think you can look at this is, can your spouse tell when you have to go do certain (laughs) things? Like, but the night before and also when you get home that night, right? Like, I remember when I was transitioning in between the painting business and doing what I'm doing now. It was very obvious to Christina when I was spending days in the painting business Mm -hmm. and when I had to, when I was spending days building this business or meeting with clients and stuff, like she could literally tell and was like, you painted today, didn't you? Or like, (laughs) you have to go paint tomorrow, don't you? And then there'd be a couple days where she was like, you've been working on elite business advisors. And I'm like, yeah, this is like, I'm so excited, you know? So I think that your spouse can definitely tell those things too, what you're good at. And so... Um, you know, if you have a spouse, like, I think that's something to to look at, right? They're the ones that will tell you what your personality is. (laughs) They'll tell you what your love languages are and they'll tell you what you're good at and what you enjoy doing in your business. Good thing we both have great personalities that our spouses just. I was, I thought you were going to say great spouses because we do. Well, we do. I'm going to go with that, but our personalities are impeccable too. So, um, what are some ways that you figured out, like, so, okay, obviously what gets you out of bed and excited, but like, how did you really dive deep and figure out that you're passionate about coaching people and helping enrich the lives of others? Like, how did you really discover that? Was it just because of what you could start noticing patterns of what you enjoyed doing and what you didn't? Or have you done like some tests that kind of told you what you would be good at? Like, kind of give me some background on that, on how people can identify this. Yeah, kind of a little bit of both. I mean, obviously I know how I feel like, you know, so I guess when I first started my business, it really was based off off of feeling. I didn't really know anything Mm -hmm. about like mindsets and all of the tests that you can do at that point. It was just like, I know that I want to help people. That's just what my passion is. And so how can I do that? Like, what can I do to help people? And, um, after I started and I had a little bit more freedom and flexibility, um, I was able to just kind of do a lot more personal development. And through that, I've found the Enneagram test, which I'm the helper. Shocking. Yep. Who <laughs> um, the disc assessment, um, human design. Yep. There's so many different things that I've since found that I now um, have these tests that confirm what I knew in my gut. Yeah. But now I can like, oh, yes, that's why I feel this way. This is how I was made. This is my personality, Um, personality plus, um, which I know we both have read. And that's why we joke about our personalities. We're the same. Um, But yeah, all of those things combined with just like how I feel each day and what excites me, what gets me talking really fast. Um, Like when you were just talking about it, you were excited. And that's how you feel when you're doing something that you love. Exactly. Whereas you're like, oh, I did whatever that you didn't like to do that day. You're not as excited about it. Yeah.
One, I, I mean, I think two, um, you know, as you talk about that, I know there's one called Strength Finder yep. or something like that. That again, it's all these things are designed just to help you confirm. It's not going to say, oh, you should go be an accountant and right. like help, like, no, but it tells you like, what is your natural tendency, right? <clears throat> like, I know I'm very similar in that with you that, you know, just the vehicle you use to help people to some degree right now in your business and your professional business is through helping them with their accounting, their taxes, their bookkeeping, which is a huge pain point for so many people. Right. But you also have that helper passion to do some of the other stuff you're doing with Humbly Human and other things you do with your church and speaking at women's conferences mm -hmm. and coming to do podcasts like this. Like that's all common throughout just the vehicle you're using in your business to help people is something that you're also really talented in. Yeah. Right. So doing some of these tests and understanding the personalities and understanding your Enneagram, it's not going to tell you like, oh, you should go be this, right? Like yeah. you should go be a guidance counselor at a high school. No, but it might say like, these are the tendencies and the things you would be good at. And then how can you either find a job or in our case on this podcast, how can you find a business that allows you to do that, right? right. It allows you to help people through something you're gifted in. Um, and that's where I kind of have that same helper, you know, tendency too. shocker, we're the same, um, you know, but we do it through advising business owners, like trying to help take the stress out of running a business and just give them peace of mind and a, a structure and a framework to work towards. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it's still the same exact thing. I think that's why we've always connected so well and our businesses work well together is because we both have that passion. Like yep. we said from day one, one of our core values is we're always going to do what's in the best interest of our clients, Absolutely. no matter what. Yep. Even if that means I have to make you mad, <laughs> that's never <laughs> happened. But if I had to, like, we understand we're always going to do what's in the best interest of our clients, yeah. right? Um, because we are here to genuinely help them, not just to make money off them, right? Yep. Um, I think another thing you said earlier about, like, looking at your calendar and seeing full days. Um, I think that sometimes can play, like, can almost deceive us a little bit. So, like, I know for me... I love meeting with our clients. Like I love working with them one-on-one. -on -one. I love our meetings. I love our conversations and being able to like guide them and stuff. But I will say I've noticed lately that I'm feeling a lot more fulfilled when I'm spending time working on our business and training our newest advisor and writing mm -hmm. our SOPs and doing all the other things that we need to do to grow, to move towards our vision. So it's not that I don't even feel the fulfillment and the enjoyment of working with our clients, but there becomes different seasons in your business as you're growing and that's kind of tough too. Yeah. And I know for you too, like right. in the business and on the business, it's like we love working in the business, but for us to really help the amount of people we want to help and the change we want to have in the world, like we have to keep that bigger vision. Yeah. And that's something that I've struggled with for a long time. It's easy for me to work in the business, um, but that's not where I when I'm meeting with my clients, I do get a lot of joy out of that. When I'm doing the basic data entry, that's just not what I'm good at. I right. mean, I'm good at it. It's not what I love to do. And no. so when I'm meeting with my clients, that's what I, I do love. But it takes away from the time, like you said, working on my business. And in an ideal situation, I would be training many more people to do what I do so we can help more people. And that's really, that goes back to being a helper. I'm able to help more people. I'm able to help um, the people that are working for me by training them. Like I love teaching. Um, and so I'm super excited that I'm finally heading in that direction yes. and able to start doing that. But it's because you have a really good business coach. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. 
Uh, no, I'm excited for you on that because I know that's been your vision and that's why I've always like been in the background pushing you and asking mm -hmm. subtle questions and having discussions like we did on the way over here about stuff is because I yeah. know where you want to be at in your business, right? right? I know where I want to be at my business and I know our tendencies to not do those things sometimes. And it's hard because the of the relationship piece, like I have relationships with all of my clients and so I don't want to let go of that. I still want to know how everything's going. I still want to be connected to them. And so finding that balance between having other people take care of them and yep. me taking care of them and meeting with them. Maybe I meet with them quarterly instead of every month, you know, like maybe I change it up a little bit and just, I'm not as. You find that happy medium. Yeah. Yeah. That way we're able to serve more people. Yep. Um, but also still have that connection because right. relationships are the most important. hundred percent. And they always will be for both of us. You know, I think one lens to kind of look at this through is like, what is a, I'm just going to put a number on this. What's a $20 an hour task and what's a $50 an hour task. Yeah. Right. And I think, as you mentioned with the data entry stuff, it's like the reason you don't love that is because it's not that you're above doing that work, right? but you understand the value you have in your business and you understand that me doing X, Y, Z, solving complicated problems, getting new clients set up and onboarded, doing all these other things, like that is really where I need to spend my time. Right. If I'm spending my time doing data entry, we're not growing. We're not influencing and changing and helping enough people. So you almost have to look at it in that lens too. Like what's a $50 an hour activity? What's a $20 an hour activity? And you should be doing very little or almost zero of the $20 an hour ones. Right. And I think kind of like what we talked about on the way here, it's just important to know, like, would it be easier if I just did it myself? Yeah. Is it more challenging to train someone to do that? Like, will it take more time in the beginning? Yes. But in the long run, like, I think it's just very important to keep that long-term situation in mind. Like, where do you want to be? And so, um, yeah, it might not always be, it might not, not be the most efficient thing to, to train someone, but I think that in the end, it'll be worth it. Hey there, I bet business is probably picking up for you right now and things are feeling good and using the right tools like Estimate Rocket can help keep it that way. Estimate Rocket offers professional estimates and proposals with digital signature, single source work orders for the entire team, lead to paid job management, full scheduling tools with mapping and time tracking, automated email campaigns, invoicing that exports to any accounting system, and deep data analysis reports. Go to EstimateRocket.com for a free 30-day trial to see if Estimate Rocket is a fit for you. Well, and I've shared this with a lot of people and everybody on here knows I'm pretty vulnerable and open and I know you are too. You know, before PCA Expo in, I guess it was 2022 before Orlando, like I was really at a spot. I knew Chase was on his way <laughs> in a couple mm -hmm. of months and it really got me thinking of like, do like, what do I want this business to turn into, right? Like we were kind of starting to hit that like breaking point and like things are really starting to open up and, and build momentum, right? It'd been a couple of years of doing the right things. And I started thinking like, man, like, do I just want to work with say eight to 10 clients that we are all in kind of act as like a CFO, right? We do their bookkeeping, like, you know, I'm job costing for them. I'm like deep into everything because from a time for money exchange, it would be a huge value to those clients. And for the time that I would put into it and the money return, it would give me a lot of balance in life, right? Knowing what we were going through, we built a house and moved last year, like I knew what was coming. And right before PCA Expo, I figured out that that was gonna fulfill me for about three months. Mm -hmm. That while the money and time balance was gonna be fantastic, 
it wasn't going to fulfill me after probably a few months of enjoying some of that time, right? Because at the end of the day, we were only going to help eight to 10 businesses, right? right? And so that really helped me get a much bigger vision on this. And so I think sometimes it's like, yeah, this is a great idea, but it's really a temporary idea, right? It's something that this is going to be great for a short season, but six months down the road, I'm actually going to hate it, right? Like I can, I can get through this for a few months, but this isn't really what we want to go towards, right? Like our goal is we want a hundred clients and then beyond that, right? And we have to build other advisors and people through that. And I know same thing for you guys with other employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're talking about like sitting down and thinking about what you want in the future, yeah. obviously your clients are able to do that because they have you to like right. make them do that. Um, for a long time, I didn't do that. I was like, oh. I don't have time to think about what yeah. I want. Like, I just have to get this work done. And so I think that it's very important if, if people don't have a coach or an advisor that they're working with, that they at least set that time every six months. I mean, minimum once a year. Yeah. Um, but I know that as business owners, it's really hard to do that because it's like, well, I don't have that time. I can't right. set the set aside that time. But it's just so important for where your future, you know, where you're headed that yeah. I would definitely recommend that. No, I'm with you on that one. I think too, I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, I finally have a little bit of a break here and I just kind of want to like enjoy it for a second. But then like two weeks later, I'll feel guilty that the time I actually had to work on my business, I didn't because I was trying to just relax and like enjoy life for like a week or so. Right. And I'm like, yeah, it's a tough balance. Like it's a tough like back and forth. Um, you know, and, and I think that's where, you know, I'm a big fan of having daily to-do lists and like certain things. And I think just putting certain things in your schedule to make sure they get done, like, and treating them as non-negotiables. Like there's really, I would argue nothing more important than sitting down and spending time to work on your business or the, the, the future of your business. So you know mm-hmm. what you're working towards, right? right. Um, you know, yeah, there's not really such a thing as paint emergencies for my painting contractors. One time I had a stairwell that paint would not dry in because there was no airflow and the paint was literally starting to run down the walls. <laughs> that was the only paint emergency I ever had in 10 years. Yeah. And naturally it was a job an hour away that we solved. But um, I'm at home at five o'clock and she's like, the paint's running down my walls. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll be there in an hour. Um, but I think just, you know, having having a good sense of, like you said, work, taking time to work on your business. I know we're going to mm-hmm. talk about that in the next part about like, how do you really put a plan together to figure these things out? Mm-hmm. One thing I think I want to kind of throw out there too is just because you're good at a task doesn't mean you should start a business around it. And I, I might step on some toes, but I would much rather people hear that and stop something they have plans to do for realizing it three years later. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you started your business because you were really good at accounting. <laughs> I know how you, the story of your business and stuff too. Yeah. But, you know, I see a lot of people are like, oh, I'm really good at accounting. So I'm just going to go start my own business mm-hmm. or I'm really good at painting or I'm said like, no accountant ever for the record. Right. Exactly. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Um, eh, some of them have, but <laughs> for many. the most part, for the most part, um, they're the ones that look at other people's shoes and not their own. Uh, talk, yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> but I think, you know, it, it's not just contractors. Like, let me be very clear on this. Like, I think it, that analogy happens a lot with like contractors and home service. Hey, I'm really good at landscaping. I'm going to go start a landscape business. I'm really good at this. And mm-hmm. it's very common in those trades. But guess what? It's the same thing with doctors, lawyers, yep. accountants, financial professionals. Like, there's so many people that are really good at what they do. 
And so they're like, well, I'm sick of working for XYZ company. I'm going to go start my own or I'm going to go start my own practice or I'm going to go whatever. And it's a totally different world. Right. right. So speak a little bit about your journey. Just, you don't have to share the whole story, but just like you used to work at tax firms and accounting firms and then you started your own business. Like, are you glad that you've done that looking back on it? Yeah. So I kind of did tax work and well, I started out doing auditing, then I did tax, then I did audit and tax. And then I came to a point where I was like, okay, this is not the right place for me. How do, what do I do next? Yeah. And I thought about going back to school to become a therapist um, or a life coach or something like that. And I really, honestly, for me, I prayed about it and someone ended up coming up to me and telling me this is what I needed to do. And yeah. so that's why I did it. Um, but I am thankful I did it because I am still able to help people. So I'm right. using my gifts and I'm able to Men, met, uh, mesh that with yeah. my passion. Like I can right. do both. I am able to do both, but am I thankful that I did it? Absolutely. Like I could make a lot more money, a lot more money going to work for someone else. Yeah. Um, but that's not where I am in my life. Money has never been a motivator for me though, either. Right. So some people that's their number one motivator for me. That's not at all. Um, I've taken pay cuts, I think, at every job that I've gone to. Right. <laughs> and then worked my way back up and then took another pay cut. So kind of silly. But um, for me, it was time. Like I wanted to be able to be flexible to make yeah. my own schedule. And I'm so thankful that I did that when I didn't have a family right. because I set the groundwork to now that I do have a family, I'm able to work around my daughter's schedule, if I have to take her to appointments yeah. or, um, you know, just making sure that she's going to daycare. I don't have to drop her off at 6 a.m. Right. I can, you know. Drop her off at 9 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, and I try to take off every Friday outside of tax season to be able to spend that time with her. So that's what's most important yeah. for me. So every business owner needs to know that. And even if you're not a business owner and you're an employee, like, is money the most important thing to you? Right. Then maybe, maybe it makes sense to be a business owner. Maybe it doesn't. Right. Maybe you can make something, you know, more. Um, and to be fair, I could make more in my own business if I worked more hours, but that's yeah. just not the sacrifice that I'm willing to take. No, right now. but I think it's different seasons of life too. And we're going to kind of talk about that in the next episode. It's kind of a great pivot point with what you just talked about. Like, how do you identify how to build your business around the numbers you need to make? Right. Cause like, even though you may not be motivated by money, you still need to make a certain amount of money right. to provide for your family, mm -hmm. right? Like everybody's like, oh, I'm not motivated by money. I just want time. Right. Well, yeah, guess what? Money is still kind of a necessity, right? right? Absolutely. So what, that's what I want to kind of break down in next week's episode is like, how do we really take this and say, okay, here's what I want to do. Here's the hours I want to spend. How do I actually build my business around that, right? Yep. And I always say, for the most part, there's always a way. It's just a matter of what is that way and how do we do it, yeah. right? Does your business need more reviews? Nice job can help. Our reputation marketing platform automates review invites to save you time. Reviews are collected and distributed across major platforms such as Google, Facebook, and more. Turn your reviews into customer stories with photos that you can share across your social channels. NiceJob allows you to manage all of this within our platform. Start your free trial today. One thing I want to end on here is you said that about like, you could always make more money probably working for somebody else mm -hmm. to some degree. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that it's like, could you become a subcontractor, a strategic partner, something to where you don't have to deal with the big business side of it.
of getting new clients or, you know, doing things like that. You know, I, we've seen some people in the painting industry would make a lot more money as a subcontractor if they just, because they're not great at the business side of it. Right. <clears throat> like that's kind of a hard reality to have, mm -hmm. but it's the truth, right? Like you may not be great at the business piece of it. And if you didn't have to focus there and could focus your time on what you are good at. I was just going to say could that. Could you make more money with <laughs> yeah. that, right? Yeah. What so are, there's a lot of different dynamics at? to kind of think through with that. Yeah, absolutely. Like some people aren't good. At, I, I personally am not good at the marketing side. Thankfully, I don't have to be because I'm good at the relational side and yep. have built the relationship, which has allowed me to, you know, expand my business right. from word of mouth and obviously through you, yeah. your referrals. Um, but you're right. Some people might not be good at that side and it might be overwhelming to have to maybe managing money isn't their yeah. strength. And so it's really hard for them to have employees because then they're having to pay payroll and payroll taxes. And that's super overwhelming to them. And so maybe they are better off being a subcontractor, just doing their own thing, yeah. you know, without having a big business behind it. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, well, Chris, I appreciate the conversation here in part one. I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper. Being the numbers nerds that we are, I'm excited to dive deeper into that in next <laughs> week's episode. If you're not a numbers person, don't not listen to it just because <laughs> of that, though. Um, and so, yeah, we'll catch you on next week's episode. Awesome. Thanks. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.